0: com Morning Show! Hey everybody, it's me, and that was Star Trek. I don't know why, why not? I love Star Trek, so deal with it. It's the year-end spectacular. This is, every time I do this, this is the most downloaded episode of the podcast that I do. I think people just maybe only want to keep up with me at the end of the year. Here <laughs> hear the highlights, not the play-by-play as I go through it. So, yeah, as always i uh, recap the year i talk about what's to come in 2024 make personal goals things i achieved or didn't achieve we uh, honor those who have fallen in the star trek world and also in regular pop culture eh, eh, in politics and art movies music television um all that good stuff and then i talk about some of the newer things that i watched and observed i usually do top five lists but really i don't observe a whole lot of new media but i'll at least try to mention some of the stuff that i did check out so there we go okay 2023 as i record this it is december 28th so i might have to abridge this uh or addendums add addendums to this uh podcast if something happens in the next two or three days as i record this but uh, for now as of today this is where we're standing 2023 uh it was the first full year I think when we were out of the pandemic maybe 2022 was like that as well but uh, this was a year that was supposed to start out pretty strong and I had a lot of goals I was going to finish my first novel I was going to um, do a lot more traveling and, and publishing and vacations and all sorts of stuff and not a whole lot of that happened a lot of bad things happened in 2023 it wasn't a great year for me uh If I had to assign a word to 2023, it would be hell. No, it would. (laughs) I would call it transitional. Transitional. A lot of change happened in my life this year. Uh, Starting with, uh, I had a a relationship that lasted seven years and that came to an end this year. Uh, We basically just grew apart and uh, we mutually decided to to part ways and you know uh that was a life change obviously because we'd lived together for so long and there were ups and downs about that it was it was rough for a while you know I definitely went through uh feelings of isolation and and loneliness and um and I'm sure she did too just it was uh you know because we obviously care about each other still you know it was, uh, it was tough to start out the year doing that and dealing with that uh, and the whole process of uncoupling. Not fun. Not fun. Then uh, I got in a car accident in August... I guess I buried the lead in that. Uh, before that, while I was going through my uh, mourning period of my relationship, I started a second job at McDonald's and thought I could maybe take care of some of the financial woes I was feeling. And I, I lasted there about two and a half, three months. Didn't really work out. Uh, I earned a little bit of extra money, but I kind of realized you know, I, I really am not fit for this kind of work anymore, because the old stresses came back. I couldn't get any sleep. The, uh, I was dreaming about being at work. Again, and hearing the beeps in my sleep, and uh, also I found out I'm—I got a body of a 45-year-old man who hasn't exactly taken care of himself. Uh, Every—I only worked three days a week, and my, my body would—I um, would come home, and I would be in severe back pain. My feet would hurt. It wasn't good, and I was tired all the time. So uh, financially, it was good, but overall, it wasn't good for my health. So I ended up leaving uh, there in August. Actually, early September. But before August was over, I got in a car accident, uh, August 19th. It wasn't my fault. Someone ran a stop sign, and I T-boned them. I didn't have enough time to react. I had my kids in the car. But luckily, everybody walked away free, including the other driver. Um, But my car was completely totaled, and then the car was paid off. It had 108,000 miles on it. I loved that car. It was a 2015 Chevy Equinox. I had a lot of history with it. I lived in it. You know, not literally lived in it, but, I mean, I slept in it, and I, tra- I traveled to New Orleans and back in it. I went to New York and back in it, and Chicago and a bunch of other places. It was my baby, and um, it was one of the, the most newest car I've ever gotten. I think when I bought it, it only had maybe 40,000 miles on it. So I loved that car, uh, and it was taken from me. And I got a a, a decent amount back, but I had used that as a down payment on the new car. And I found out, after looking at the paperwork a little closer, they charged me a $4,000 finance charge. Uh, The place I went is not very reputable, and I completely understand why. So I really got hosed on the deal in more ways than one. And it put me even further in debt, which I'm going to be spending 2024 climbing out of. <clears throat> How I'm going to do that, I have no idea. But it'll probably have to be another second job. But I don't know if it's going to be McDonald's. I don't know. But uh, the things I learned about myself in that wreck, at one point I literally thought I was going to die. In the matter of maybe five seconds in the aftermath after the impact, I, I thought my head was trapped at one point, And I thought, I'm going to die. The car is going to roll. My kids are going to get hurt they're going to die or i'm going to die but all i could think was stop on the break do what you can to stop and i did and luckily we were we were okay and um getting over the trauma of that the post-traumatic stress disorder of that is still very challenging i will sometimes flash back to that moment of impact and the fear and the of that, and <clears throat> now that I've got a new car and I'm driving again, I'm I'm driving a lot less than I used to. I used to take a lot of joy rides. I would go randomly to. I'm gonna go. Uh, I feel like going on the hunt. I'm gonna go to the C store see if I can find something. I'm gonna go down to the comic store, dig through the dollar bin. I don't do that much anymore. <laughs> As a matter of fact, I plan out my trips. Like, okay, I'm gonna get my groceries and get my comics on Wednesday, and I'm not leaving the house for the rest of the week. That's it. You know. <laughs> Plus, also, this new car is a gas guzzler, so I'm I'm just trying to conserve money and time and fear. Uh, I also was going through hyper depression. I think I've had depression for a long, long time, uh, and um, you know the things that have that I've been going through in the years so far haven't really helped those things. You know, in fact, it made them worse in some ways. I went through therapy. Uh, earlier part in the year and that definitely helped some things but um, What ultimately helped me was going to the doctor and getting on a uh, medication? To even my brain out it's called well and ever since then I've been on it about five weeks now and I'll tell you it's really changed my life. I I think probably for the last three or four two or three years I, I would have one or two days of the week where I would literally sit in a chair and cry. I would also drink and cry. Um, I, I was carrying a lot of stuff. I was carrying a lot of stuff. Uh, but the wellbutrin has helped me um, even out, even out. It doesn't make me happy all the time, but I definitely can look at the more positive side of things and just. And even if I get wronged, I'm just like, well, you know, I'll be okay. It's like that, and it's. Beautiful. It's exactly what I needed, and I hope that it continues to work that way for me. So, put that on the positive side of things. Uh, also, on the negative side, I, uh, I did, like I said, I did go to the doctor all, all throughout the years. I've never really taken care of myself. Uh, I've dropped weight here and there. Like at one point, I used to be four, over 400 pounds. Now I weigh around 280. Uh, so I, I, I have bettered my health over the years, but. Not fully like I should, and that was never more demonstrated to me better than in September when I started to find a regular doctor and found out that yes, I have diabetes. I had given myself diabetes due to my poor choices, and um, that was sobering. You know, you, you always hear like, Oh, you're gonna get diabetes if you don't shape up. It's like, Yeah, yeah, that doesn't happen to me, that that won't happen to me, or or uh, yeah, maybe it will. But I was also, and this is leading into the depression also, I was in a place of like, you know, I hope I, hope I go. I hope I go south because I don't know what I've got left. You know, I, I was in that kind of place where I, I, didn't, I wasn't suicidal, but I just was not happy. And um, I needed to find a way out of whatever it was that was holding me. And uh, the depression was it once I realized that, things completely changed for me. Uh, and I've been learning how to eat better with the diabetes. As a matter of fact, I'm drinking water right now instead of my regular soda as I speak. I've cut way down on soda. I drink I, I eat a lot more protein. I eat a lot of veggies instead of carbs. I, French fries, I don't really touch them much anymore. Every now and then I'll have a small fry or a medium fry, but not much. I'll just have chicken and then some peppers. Uh, I've been munching on celery. I have fruit every day, bananas for breakfast, uh, which is a carb, so I have to I have to limit my carbs uh, and I, I haven't had barely any sugar, I don't eat candy anymore, I haven't had any candy even all the month of Halloween I, th- I think I quit it back in September, I quit eating candy and uh, I haven't had many sweets over the holidays I think I had a little bit of pie and a little bit of cake, but that's it I've been good and even at work when there was tons of candy and, and cupcakes and all sorts of things around I've said no and when people were eating out and getting pizza or like today they all went out and got these really nice subs I declined and I because I'd brought some fruit with me to eat and then I had a turkey sandwich for lunch so I've been making better choices what I haven't done is maintained an, a good exercise routine there for a while right after the diagnosis I was walking just about every day. I did, I think, 15 days in a row. And then I one day I skipped and it stopped. And now it's kind of sporadic. I'm maybe two times a week. But I need to get better about it. Uh, possibly in the new year, join a gym. I don't know. We'll, we'll see what my life will, will bring. So, yeah. Um, this year has been tough. Right? But there's been some positives. Uh, Cap City Comic Con happened. In July and it was one of my better shows I really had a great time at the show uh, Friday I did really well I reunited some people I hadn't seen in many many years Saturday I did really well I made new friends on Saturday I reconciled some uh, old I buried some old hatchets with some people um, it was good and then Sunday unfortunately I was very sick and I had to skip Sunday And luckily my friends picked up my stuff for me and and took it to their storage unit and I was able to get it later. But man, I really hated missing that Sunday because I've never been sick at a con before. But man, I I really had a bad, bad stomach flu. Uh, Could not stay away from the toilet, if you know what I mean. So uh, it would take a lot to pry me from a Comic-Con, but I didn't want to shit myself on the Comic-Con floor. (laughs) Just to be honest so that was a highlight and then uh, also in March I went to visit my friend Shane and we recorded some stuff and had some fun and connected and we uh, we watched the transatlantic uh, absolute universe thing and I fell in love with that album and listening to that all year thanks to that and then he came down in October and hung out with me for a couple days and we recorded more stuff and hung out and you know just keeping that friendship alive since high school it's been that was good um last year i lost a friend of mine mark owens who was a massive harlan ellison collector I, i'd went at one point last year july to go visit him for the first time we'd met in a facebook group in a harlan ellison fan group and he was always after me like hey when you to come visit you can come check out my collection i got a big collection and boy did he have a huge collection i think i talked about it last year on last uh, the last podcast i talked about it last year Anyway, unfortunately, in December last year, he passed away. So it's been about a year he's been gone. And um, his wife, his widow, in, in her uh, grief, you know, didn't know where to begin with all the stuff he had. He had a massive collection. I mean, signed stuff by Ray Bradbury, Isaac Asimov, Philip K. Dick, uh, some major, major stuff. Hand-typed uh, correspondence and, and scripts and books from Harlan Ellison and other sci-fi writers. Anyway, in her grief, she sold all of his stuff to a couple dealers, and I got to go earlier this summer to one of the dealer's houses and comb through the collection and take some stuff, or actually purchase some stuff that uh, uh, was a part of Mark's collection. I think I spent almost $500 on some of the stuff, and it was worth it. I got some signed books, I got some uh, rare records, signed records and um even ones that i remember seeing in his collection that i was in awe of like uh, the foundation as read by leonard nimoy or william shatner stuff like that it was amazing and i so i have those now in my collection and then i got stuff specifically signed to mark from harlan ellison and i got a, a hand typed out of harlan ellison's typewriter and signed correspondence to mark from harlan ellison and uh it's all part of my collection now, and various magazines and things. And so I got my own little Mark Owens uh, Wonderland. And I also got some of his original art. They found some drawings he did, and I hung those up. So behind my door, I have a huge Harlan Ellison collection and Mark Owens collection, and I was, I was happy to get that. I was happy to be uh, able to obtain that and keep the memory of Mark and his fandom alive. Uh After my relationship ended, I moved the house around, and I decided uh it was told to me in therapy that I needed to embrace more of me. I've always built my life around other people, and so I really strived to do that this year. I moved the, the my all, all my stuff to the bedroom and, and kind of made a little museum of for myself put all my books together uh, organized and and took care of magazines I got uh, plastic and cardboard for all of them i hung my signed comics i printed a big poster for pleasant life and uh you know dusted off some stuff i hadn't hung up since high school or college Uh, like my old pink floyd uh banner i used to hang in my college dorm or not dorms but uh apartments i it's been sitting in storage for the last 20 years i hung it up because why not and uh Every night I usually watch some Star Trek or I've been combing through Twilight Zone. I've been reading again. I've been been really spending time with myself, you know, and getting to fall in love with myself. I think that's also another thing I've been doing on my self-help journey. Uh, Another thing that happened this year is I I got a new girlfriend. Uh, A friend of a friend we met. and um, It's been a challenge because she's seen me go through a lot of the, the stuff that I've been going through. And also, um, you know, just the life challenges I've had. And she's been very supportive and understanding. And um, she's great. She's really great. Uh, I kind of don't talk about those kind of things in public too much because I've decided also this year that I need to back away from sharing a whole bunch about myself. I, I do share stuff here on the podcast and on Patreon, but as far as social media... I've been really backing away from it, especially this last month. Just, I used to post things like, oh, I just went to the store and I found this, or here's something in my collection, or here's more pictures of the cats, or here's a picture of me doing something. And I'm just like, you know, I don't really care to share that stuff. And half the time when I do share stuff, like I love this album or I love this movie, instead of talking about things I hate, I would always talk about things I love. People inevitably would come in there and just yuck my yum. They'd be like... Well, that movie sucks, or I hate it, and blah, blah, blah. Like, I didn't ask you. And then I realized, well, I'm the one putting it out there. Why, why am I inviting it? Why bother? Let's just celebrate it myself. I don't need everybody else's approval. Forget it. This is about me. So why share? So I quit posting pictures of my family and all that. Um, I'd just really been backing away. And I've been thinking, rethinking my social media strategy. Matter of fact, social media is going away anyway because Facebook has mostly been ads and um, other crap like that. It's suggested groups. It's not even, I don't even see my friends on the feed anymore. And Instagram's starting to turn into that too. And Twitter has obviously been going downhill because Elon Musk is a fucking moron. So, uh, it's, social media reach has been tough. I just don't. I don't share as much as I used to. So some things are just for me, and that's the way it's been. Uh, what else has been good this year? I finally got a raise at my day job, almost a dollar an hour. Which hey, I'll I'll take it. These times are tough. I need it. Um, I could think. I, I'm trying to think of other things I did. As far as publishing, I released Pleasant Life Number One. Finally, after talking about it for so long, I finally did it. And uh, I did a Kickstarter for it back in September, I want to say. And the numbers weren't massively great, but good enough. Good enough. I got funded, thanks to some hardcore fans out there. They they got the books and the art and stuff I did for it. And then I've been saying that I'm going to release issues 2 and 3 and 4 and 5 on Kickstarter. I decided not to do a Kickstarter for issues 2 and 3 at the end of the year here because usually Kickstarters in the fourth quarter never do well because everybody's saving for Christmas Uh, so I'm saving those for the first quarter of 2024 and we'll get into that in a little bit the other book I released was Late Night Shorts Volume 5 which collected a lot of the erotica I was doing on Patreon and kind of finishes off that series I think it's the last book of that series so I've got five books of that and plus the erotic zone all done so i might collect them in an omnibus at some point i don't know but we'll see and the other thing i did was i started a long form erotica comic called confessions on my patreon back uh, i want to say march and it's the same instead of each month being a single story of erotica this one is an ongoing story of erotica but each each month is a new chapter a new situation and it's, it's pretty, pretty raunchy. It's one of the most raunchiest things I've ever done. Although, right now it's been a slow burn. and It's starting to really ramp up now into some stuff that I've never done before. So, uh, people that are fans of not safer work content can find that on my Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash Adam Talley. Only five bucks a month will get you access to that. Including that exclusive comic, Confessions. Uh, let's see. What else here? Oh, uh, in... Right around the same time of my car accident, there was a couple tornadoes that hit here in Michigan. And we were out of power for a couple days here in Grand Ledge, where I live, outside of Lansing. There was downed power lines everywhere. Trees were broken. There was a lot of damage. It was weird. At one point, I walked, because I didn't have a car, I'd walked a couple miles up to a grocery store that had power so I could charge my phone. And get some groceries and walk them back it was like walking in an apocalypse it was weird it was really weird <laughs> I took a lot of photos very strange to see all that and there was it was dangerous because there was down power lines everywhere so pretty weird now as far as television I, shows I watched I did keep up with Rick and Morty although I haven't seen the new season Marvelous Miss Maisel, I finished that, and uh, I don't think the last season was that great, but, eh, you know. I've been catching up with Invincible, I just finished Season 1, I know Season 2 is partly out out there, I gotta gotta start that. She-Hulk came out, I really loved She-Hulk, although most people hated it. And I can't remember if Boba Fett was this year or last year, Uh, The Book of Boba Fett. But I did enjoy that show, most people have been hating on it, and I liked Mandalorian Season 3. I have not seen Ahsoka. I have not seen um, uh, Andor. Yeah. Although I hear good things about him, I just, you know, I'm not in a massive hurry. I haven't watched a lot of the Marvel stuff. I did watch WandaVision earlier this year because I I was going to watch Doctor Strange 2, but I still haven't gotten to that movie. Uh, But I'll tell you, the the clear winner of Best Television Show of the Year for me is Picard Season 3. Man, did they resurrect that crew and stick the landing on that show it's the perfect ending uh for star trek and i hope they never touch the next generation again because it's pitch perfect it's done don't do any more if the uh, they'll let the same showrunner come back and do a, a show that should take place after it i'll take that but uh please no more next generation wonderful wonderful show Movies, uh, as far as movies that were released this year, I haven't seen a whole lot of them. I did see the Mario Brothers movie, which I enjoyed. The same, uh, The Flash, I saw that many months after it came out. Uh, it was fun. I enjoyed it. I uh, didn't love it. Uh, Creed three. I watched that. Uh, same thing. It was okay. I didn't love it. But man, uh, Michael B. Jordan definitely stepped up. In the director's chair, and he kicked ass. He did some really amazing stuff with his choreography and uh, his choices for how to tell the story. Really good. I went, the only movie I saw in the theater was Indiana Jones 5. And, you know, I didn't love it, but it was better than the last one. And I think I saw that July 4th weekend. I just needed to get out of the house, you know, sitting around moping. I needed to go do something. So I did that. And, uh, you know, it was fun. I've been catching up with other movies that I've never seen before. Uh, I'm trying to think of which ones. I don't remember. I should have wrote them down, but I did not. I'm sorry. As far as books, I read Bono's autobiography, Surrender, which was pretty good. Uh, Another book by J. Michael Straczynski called uh, Together We Will Go. The the book's about suicide. It's really triggering and tough to read. And it's all kind of told through text messages and stuff. It's a challenging read, but you know if you if you want some dark material like that, some challenging material, there there you go. You can read that. And I finished Henry Rollins' book called Sick, which is mostly his diary. Uh, and I was curious what his uh, feelings of over the pandemic were. It didn't seem like he talked about that a lot, but the whole thing had an edge to it, like. seems like he was always on edge and ready to beat some ass and he was angry and i'm like what's what's going on and he talked a lot about his friend who died about um, 30 years ago and his name is joe cole and toward the end of the book i started to realize why he was so aggressive he talks about a a stalker that was happening at the time he was writing all that stuff and um, he's also since he chronicled his move from la to i want to say he moved to tennessee nashville i don't know why I think he just got tired of the the city. I'm not sure why he chose there. Uh, I'll have to follow up on it, but I haven't. And he he released a couple other books called uh, Stay Fanatic, I think they're called. They're deep dives on some of his record collection and and flyers for punk shows and stuff that he has. I I have them, but I haven't read them. I don't know. I think I only got the first one. I think he's on volume three now, so I'm a little behind on that. But... um, and right now I'm currently reading uh, The 50-Year the the Mission, The First 25 Years, by Mark Altman and Edward Gross. That's my bathroom read. And I'm reading a book about uh, Betty Page, which is sitting over there, and I can't read the author. I'm also reading uh, Dragons of Autumn Twilight by the Margaret Weiss and Hickman, the old Dragonlance novel. And I feel like there's one other one I'm touching. Um, I can't remember. But i got a pile of sitting here next to the bed that i'm trying to get through and uh, my reading has kind of slowed in the last couple months because uh, i've been really trying to ramp up production on new stuff for 2024 as far as art goes <clears throat> so there's all that all right now comes the part of the show where we honor those who have passed and i might miss some people but this is what i wrote down that i could remember and i did go through a couple lists and uh, people that I know, and I know there's other people that have died that I didn't note because, you know, they weren't really, didn't really affect anything I cared about in life. Mm. So let's go through this. This is the pop culture people. So first, uh, this is in no order. Suzanne Summers from Three's Company passed away. Piper Laurie, she, I mostly know her from Carrie. Uh, Phyllis Coates, I think she was the first Lois Lane in the the Kirk Allen shorts and then like I think early on in The the Adventures of Superman and then later she came and had a cameo in the 78 Superman movie Uh, really great Lois Lane, she passed away Mark Goddard from Lost in Space Burt Young from Rocky, Pauly from Rocky Um, that sucks Uh, I think he was nominated for an Oscar for that first movie at least, he might have even won I can't remember Uh, Steve Harwell, the lead singer of Smash Mouth, he passed away. Jimmy Buffett. Bob Barker, uh, he had a really long life. I want to say he lived in 99. Uh, He passed away. Bernie Madsen, uh, he was a guitar player who worked with a lot of different bands, including UFO, but he's known for working with early Whitesnake and co-wrote the song Here I Go Again. Uh, he passed away. Terry Funk, wrestler, he di- he died. William Friedkin, director of The Exorcist, and uh, many other movies, he passed away. Paul Rubens, Pee Wee Herman. That one sucks, because I was a big Pee Wee Herman fan growing up, and uh, yeah, that was sobering. He was one of those people that kept his illness hidden, and it was a sudden, it was a big shock when he when he died. Uh, Sinead O'Connor, again, um, I love, i've got a couple of her albums i love her work and uh she kind of got a, a real shoddy uh, shot at life uh she passed away suddenly tony bennett long life there but he, he uh, he's no longer with us alan arkin i noted actor i love him and everything he, he was great in everything he did um from things like uh, so i married an axe murderer or so you married an axe murderer uh um, uh, uh, Glenn Gleary, Glenn Ross uh, Argo, and I mean a bunch of stuff you'd pop up and you're like oh I love that guy you know. uh, Sue jo- is it Johansson or Sue Johnson uh, the, the the elderly sex talk lady she passed away uh, John Romita Sr comic book artist passed away Pat Robertson uh, from the Seven Heart Club fuck him <laughs> The guy was an asshole the iron sheik another wrestler he passed away jeff beck guitarist uh, he did a lot of the guitar work on roger waters i he used to death album he passed away the great richard roundtree shaft himself passed away richard maul bull shannon from uh night court he's gone uh controversial porn star max hardcore passed away uh, Tina Turner. Oh my gosh, that one sucked. I loved some, some Tina Turner. She passed. Ray Stevenson. He was just in the recent uh, episodes of Ahsoka, and he was uh, one of the Punishers in one of the Punisher movies. He passed. Gordon Lightfoot, another musician. Record they have been Fitzgerald. That's a Michigan sh- song. Jerry Springer passed away. Al Jaffe. This one sucks for me because i'm a big big mad magazine fan and as a matter of fact the first issue of mad magazine i ever got was the Wee herman issue and he al jaffe drew the splash double splash page that had Wee's playhouse in it he died at 102 years old uh longest career comic cartoonist i think he holds that record good bye, al jaffe Keith Reed from Procol Harum. Uh, my, one of my favorite songs is Whiter Shade of Pale by Procol Harum. He passed away. He, as a matter of fact, he wrote that. Actor Tom Sizemore. Uh, had an up and down life. I mostly know him from Natural Born Killers. He passed. Wayne Shorter from Miles Davis' Second Quintet. Uh, yeah, he's gone. Rico Browning. Oh, my God. As The list goes on. I keep forgetting Rico Browning, The uh, Creature from the Black Lagoon, he passed. Raquel Welch, the great Raquel Welch. Burt Bacharach, another musician. Love him. If you guys watched the Austin Powers movies, you know he popped up in those. Lisa Loring, Wednesday Adams from the original Adams Family TV show, he passed away. Musician David Crosby from Crosby, Stills, and Nash, he passed. uh, Leslie, or Lisa Presley, uh, Elvis' daughter, she passed. Rather young, too. Surprising. Uh, Let's see. Charles Kimbrough. Mostly, he was Jim on Murphy Brown. I used to watch Murphy Brown with my mom when I was a kid. He passed away. See, I wrote Jeff Beck down here twice. Uh, Joe Matt, cartoonist, indie cartoonist. He passed away. Uh, Matthew Perry from Friends. I wasn't a Friends fan, really, but, um, you know, that's a big one. Peter Spellos. Most wouldn't know him, but there's a movie I love called Sorority House Massacre 2. He played uh, the weird, creepy neighbor that kept popping up. He was the red herring, and he would pop up in a few other movies, and he did a lot of stuff in Hollywood, and he he passed. Rosalind Carter, uh, former first lady under Jimmy Carter, she passed away. Ryan O'Neill from Barry Lyndon passed away. Jamie Reed, she was an artist, but mostly known for creating the Sex Pistols. Uh, Very uh, influential on the punk scene. Passed away. And uh, most recently, one of the uh, the Smothers Brothers passed away. I think it was Tom. And Jim Ladd, DJ. uh, Big time DJ. And again, another Roger Waters connection. He did the DJ part on the album Radio Chaos. So, there you go. So now, I usually do a special section for Star Trek actors that have passed and Really, I only note the ones that are from mostly from the movies or original series or next generation or behind the scenes people. And uh, I'm getting to the age where most of those folks are already gone. So this list is kind of short, but we'll get through some of these folks. Give them, give them a pour out of 40 in their name or 40 of Romulan <laughs> Ale. Earl Bourne, who played Negillam in the episode uh, Where Silence Has Lease in Next Generation. He passed away. Uh, I can't read my handwriting on this. Uh, Johann Christ- John Christopher? Johan Christopher? Anyway, he played Hagan in uh, one of the worst Next Generation episodes, Code of Honor. He passed. Uh, Sharon Acker from the original series. She played Odonna in the episode uh, The Mark of Gideon. She passed away. She was one of the many kirk uh girls manny cotto he was the uh writer and producer of the enterprise fourth season the best season of enterprise he passed away mark margley from the next generation he was in the episode um i think it's called a matter of perspective and also he was in breaking bad he played the guy that was in the wheelchair that dinged the bell that was responsible for gus's death and also in uh, Ace Ventura he played Mr. Shigadance, the neighbor or the uh, landlord, right? He passed away. Um, let's see here. Oh, and lastly I've got Robert Butler, the director of the pilot episode The Cage of the original series. So, there we go. Gone and we will miss them. So, I think that wraps up 2023. Let's talk about 2024. Do I have any personal goals? Do I have any things I'm going to do? And this is always a dangerous slope because now you've got to hold me to it because I'm saying it. But let's try it. Here's some goals I have I would like to drop 30 pounds and get my A1C number down below five. I think that's attainable. And it pretty much has to be attainable or else I'm going to start losing limbs and losing my eyes. <clears throat> thanks to this disease i've now given myself i have to uh, i have to get on the on the ball so i want to drop at least 30 pounds which would bring me down to 250 still a fat guy but still i think that's attainable i need to do it i need to continue confessions on patreon and i'm going to roll it down into the next thing <clears throat> which it does have an ending to it uh and I'm not sure if it'll be the end of this next year or the beginning of the 2025 when it will end, because uh, I have spaced out the stories. I think toward the end of 2024 it's going to end, and then the next thing will begin, and I will talk about that in a minute. I will release Pleasant Life issues 2 through 5 in the year 2024. As it stands right now, I've got issues 2, 3, and 4 all penciled and inked not lettered, they're all colored, but uh, they are done, and I've just started, uh, I'm about four pages in on issue five, it's even conceivable I can go beyond issue five and get to like issues six and seven and release those, but um, we're on our way, we're going to publish them, and hopefully if people keep digging the the book and picking it up, and it financially is viable, I'll keep it up and keep going, I might even keep going just for me, it's I'm really enjoying doing it and and all that even though I know <clears throat> it doesn't make much money uh and I think more people want the smut for me which I totally get it totally understand but uh I want to get this story out it's it's been on my mind a lot and after the things I've gone through in 2023 it it's even more uh poignant more top of mind for me and Surprisingly, things I wrote already and started drawing was happening to me in my life. So uh, definitely got to continue that journey of doing that story. Uh, I'm going to stock up on pages done, for sure. I'm I'm already doing that now, so good. I'm going to work on some new prints for doing the conventions. Uh, Next year is my 30th anniversary in comics, and I want to celebrate a little bit. I originally thought I was going to do a big tour. But the more I think about it, the more financially salvageable that won't be. But I will do more shows. Right now, I'm completely locked into doing Cap City Comic Con in Lansing again. And I'm going to be doing MSU Comics Forum in February on the campus of Central Michigan. Or not Central Michigan. Michigan State University. I'd like to do a, a small press indie show. I'm looking at maybe Space in Columbus, Ohio, or SPX in Baltimore, Maryland. I have not committed any table money or anything like that but I would like to go to one of those shows we'll see I've toyed with the idea of going to Heroes Con or Dallas Con Uh, I've not made a decision on those it's iffy but we'll see I I don't know if a C2E2 is in me this year in Chicago Um, those tables are pretty expensive and Motor City again is completely out of the question $450 for a table forget it forget it uh, I can get the same amount of traffic at um, CapCityCon, in fact, even better, and the table is way less. So there's that. But anyway, I want to do some prints for this thing, and, and not so much pop culture prints. I will do some pop culture stuff, but I want to really do some fine art prints uh, that someone in fantasy or comics would enjoy. Um, also, maybe music those kinds of things I've got a bunch of ideas and a bunch of reference and things and I've already started on a couple but I do want to do some more on that and keep that going and I have a couple other ideas for fun prints to do that I think that uh, people would enjoy if they saw them on my table they get a little kick out of them and want to take them home with them so and I will talk about that later next year I would love to pay off my credit card that's a, a, a thing I was going to do that this year, but then you know now I've got a car payment too, so that's going to cut $250 a month out of my supposed budget. Uh, but yeah, it's it's a rather high card, and I want to pay that motherfucker off. So uh, after my overtime months are done at the day job, I'm going to launch a couple of kickstarters for Pleasant Life, and then uh, maybe another Star Slam project, possible. And we'll see if that can generate some funds to maybe uh, not only uh, get people some fun books to read, but also financially keep me going. And we'll see. I'm just trying to move more into the business side of stuff uh, when it comes to the art and whatnot. Um, so after Confessions is done, I've been thinking about what I want to do on the Patreon next. And I've got other things that would lend to doing short stories, but long form. And I think they're good ideas. However, I know people want more Star Slam from me. I know they do. And I want to do it too. I miss her. And there's there's definite places I want to go with the story. But I don't have an enemy to draw another graphic novel on top of everything else I'm doing. So I'm figuring, why not put that on the Patreon? Right, I've been talking about it I thought about doing it at one point but I didn't maybe now's the time if I finish off Confessions and get that going I could really ramp up production on Star Slam and put that on Patreon the only problem is I don't know if every single month is going to be an erotic scene unless I really want to step up the erotica on it uh, I don't know I don't know how that's going to work. We'll just have to see if people are into it or not. But I think, I think that would be good to do. So that's, I haven't fully made a decision on it, but that's where I'm headed right now. And I hope that excites some of you. It excites me. I, I think that's the best way to do it, and why not? It's a proven property, and it's, it's my baby, and I want to finish the story. So we'll see what happens. I give myself extra work when I can just take the work and make it into what it needs to be. Uh, But another thing for myself, I do want to do a side project. Uh, Again, talking about the tell-all novel about working in the porn shops, I keep saying I'm going to publish it, but, you know, again, this whole year has been hectic for me. I I wasn't in the headspace to write, couldn't finish off what I was doing. So I'm hoping in the new year I'm going to finish it. Because I'm, again, I'm starting to get older and I'm forgetting things. So i got to get it done. I want to get it out and, and have people read it. I want to retool it a little bit. We'll see if the name stays, if the theme stays. I, I don't know. I just, I really want to get it, uh, I want to get the damn thing finished and move on to other stuff. And there's other novels I want to do. So once I get this thing out of the way that I've been promising, then I will let myself go green light on the rest of the ideas. Uh, there is two projects I want to do side projects one is a uh, a mad magazine style humor book Uh, offensive uh, humor and whatnot I think that'd be fun to do I don't have a title for it but uh, I've got some stories and stuff drawn for it already it's be a real kitchen sink kind of thing and um, you know I just work on it sporadically when I feel like drawing something silly or fun and eventually I'm going to collect that and put that into a book so that possibly could be released and the other thing I want to do is a uh, speculative fiction, sci-fi-ish fantasy type of book a la heavy metal uh, with some stuff written and typed out uh, some single illustration stuff and some fully illustrated stories I've done some pages on this stuff and I've got story ideas and things I just uh, I I want to keep that tooling I don't think I can get that done by the end of next year but i think that's something i can ramp up production on and maybe do 2025 but we'll see <clears throat> here on the podcast i want to keep this up i think uh, i got some new ideas for fun shows to do in the new year i really want to do a thing called nerdy deep dives which is uh, me really going deep on some subjects that i love like star trek and certain albums and bands and things but I will ramp up uh, audio too. I will Instead of just me giving the list I will uh, put some audio samples in between uh, me saying what they are. So uh, doing some more audio work I think would be good and also doing live streams on the YouTube channel of me drawing would be good. I just I need to uh, focus a little more on uh, making my art more of my online presence than my personality and my personal stuff and my whatever i get so there we go starting to lose my voice here gotta hurry up and finish this damn thing and on a personal level i want to i I started it this year i've been selling off some of my collectibles mostly because you know i needed the money um but also mainly because i just want to condense my collection once i started moving all my stuff around I realized how much stuff I do have. I have a lot of stuff. And some of it I don't even look at. And I started thinking, well, okay, if this place burned up tomorrow, would I replace this? If the answer is no, why do I have it? Let someone else enjoy it. And so I've sold off uh, more than half of my Star Wars collectibles. Matter of fact, I sold uh, a sideshow figure I had today on Facebook Marketplace. I've got rid of a lot of stuff. I've kept the key ones that I really love. I'm going to keep those because, you know, I don't want to deprive myself. I still love Star Wars, but uh, I'd rather have a better Star Trek collection. I've got an impressive collection now, but there's no wow factor yet. And there's a bunch of stuff that's always been on my list that I want to get. And I want to finish those collections and make my collections whole. So why not um, do that? Because... When the chips are down what's my favorite thing to collect well comics Star Trek music those things are important to me so why not uh, invest all my time in those things I collect far too many things so it's time to start condensing the collection down letting other people enjoy the things that I have and uh, and moving on and I think also giving my kids some of the collection is good too like my youngest is into trading cards lately I've got a bunch of trading cards, and I've been thinking. You know, I'm gonna let him have them. Why not? Give him some bug for collecting. Let him let him enjoy collecting stuff right now. He's he's already got into collecting. He's collecting um, uh, video game things. He's especially interested in vintage video game stuff. So uh, why not? I want to hold on to my vintage video games. I got some in Nintendo games, and I want to keep those because I do love those. But uh, I think. Uh, you know, start to piece those out shit I'm a cool dad, you know, why not why not uh, share my coolness with the kids, and I give a lot of my DVDs and stuff to my older son Scotty, my oldest son I don't think he really cares about anything I collect Um, he might care about the vintage video games, but uh, you know, I've been encouraging his collecting because he loves Zelda, so I got a lot of Zelda things for him for Christmas a lot of good stuff Anyway, those are some of the thoughts that I take with me into 2024. Uh, personal, professional goals. I'm really just right now enjoying uh, being even. I've, got, I've survived a lot of bad things that happened to me this year. Um, uh, I'm not medicating as much as I used to. Uh, I'm in a good place right now, and that feels great. It feels really good and even though I, I, uh, I still have some stuff to transition through like continuing my health continuing uh, ramping up productivity and continuing uh, taking care of my financial health I think I'm headed in the right direction finally and I'm proud of myself I really am and uh, overall I want to say thank you to everyone who listens to this podcast or anyone who has supported me throughout the year and even before that, but uh, this year especially was tough and uh, a lot of people stepped up and, and gave a little extra to the Kickstarter for Pleasant Life. Uh, a lot of people were rooting for me uh, through my various health stuff and, and, and all that, and that that's wonderful. Uh, it makes me feel good that I've, I've cultivated uh, a really honest and kind Group of people who have uh, followed my work and and everybody keeps downloading this podcast and listening and I I thank you thank you so much for being with me on this this journey on this timeline. I do it for you guys. I do it mainly for myself, but I do enjoy that you guys enjoy it too. I do everything I do uh, with other people in mind as well. So, with that. I will put a button on 2023, except if something happens in the next three days, like, say, William Shatner dies or something. Of course, I'll have to talk about that. But uh, overall, I just want to say thank you again and fuck 2023. Let's move ahead to 2024 and let's hope some good things happen and we'll continue the forward progress, as they say. Peace and love, everyone. Thanks for listening. And I hope you guys achieve your New Year goals as well. Take care.